Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hi everybody, welcome to Following On. Uh, We've got so much to talk about. We're going to be with you for an hour today and try to cover everything that's happened in uh, the most extraordinary 830 balls. The shortest completed test match since the Second World War. It's gone uh, India's way by the massive margin of 10 wickets. A reminder, England 112 and 81 in their two innings. India 145 and 49 for no wicket. Sharma played some nice strokes there to be unbeaten with 25 at uh, the end of it. Uh, It's very hard to not feel sad for the game that something finishes so soon. We were all looking forward to this cricket match and and a stiff and fascinating contest between England and uh, India over in India in those testing Indian conditions. The debates will rage about the quality of the pitches in the last two matches. Um, indeed, uh, there was a fallout to the pitch in, in the first test, uh, uh, the one that England won. That got a lot worse as it went on. But that was more Indian-like. This one has, uh, has gone really from the off, and that's why it's opened such strength of opinion. Our whole team will be involved in this uh, next hour. We'll also doubtless hear from some of the players uh, over in India. We're trying to fix those interviews now. Um, let's begin. We've got, only got Kevin Peterson with us for one test, unfortunately. He's... he's off to do uh, other things. I think you're going back onto the field of play in, in India in, in the coming days. Is, is that correct? <laughs> Not in Ahmedabad. No. <laughs> I hope it doesn't turn. <laughs> I'll be looking to see how many runs he gets every single day. I'm 40 and I've retired very comfortably. Thank you, Darren. There's been quite a disagreement in here, I have to say, about the, the quality of the pitch, but with a basic summary being that KP thinks it's a difficult pitch, but it's typical of India, and you've got to man up a bit and learn to play in the conditions. And Correct. Yes, it's by no means a good pitch. No. Goffey's view is that it's just a, a, a very bad pitch and uh, below standard and, you know, 
just mustn't happen for Test cricket in general. So we, we, we'll we'll deal with all that. Let's just first of all um, go back to the you know try to chase the journey, trace the journey of the match because the truth is, guys, and let's start with you, Goffey. England didn't bat well enough yesterday, having won the toss, and that is the root of all evil for them in this match. Well, it is, and it's easy for us to look back now, but people questioned, didn't they? Want we said one captain's got it horribly wrong. Um, when the team selection came in, England made four changes. They decided to go with a dominant seam attack with only one spinner in Jack Leach. Um, obviously, uh, we found out later, but Joe Root was going to be that second spinner. It's um, kind of all expected. But to get that opportunity to bat after the start we had with uh, Zach Crawley playing some wonderful shots, and then with that partnership with Joe Root, I just thought we might get a decent total. But we had that collapse, didn't we? We've got a long, long tail there, starting really at Joffre Archer, Stuart Broad, Jack Leach and, and Jimmy Anderson. 112, when it comes down to it, batting first in any test match, in any conditions, is not good enough, whether it's seeming or whether it's spinning. Um, so that's where they fell short, and that's where um, the rest of the game took place from there. 112, just not good enough. Zach Crawley made 53, but as KP has pointed out, almost exclusively against the seamers, Joe Root 17, Ben Folks 12, and Joffre Archer 11. They were the only men to get double figures in that 112. And Aksha Patel finished with 6 for 38. Uh, Steve Harmison, Aksha Patel is a serious bowler. Accurate, confident, and rips it. He does rip it, and that's that's the issue because of the angle he bowls from round the wicket to the right-hander. He's a little bit more sort of round-arm than possibly what Jadeja is. So he takes the ball towards leg stump, and then you say rips it back past off stump. And the ones that caused all the problems are the ones that just kept on going with the arm. LBW in bold is absolutely huge dismissals in this series and it was it was a fantastic bit of bowling, not just by Patel but by our Ashman as well. So there's been a lot of talk about the team selection whether who got it right, who got it wrong, whether the pitch was of, of test match standard at the end of the day the team that won the game was the one that played better cricket all round and I think that pro- you know, that predominantly happens when a, a test match is finished that the team that plays the best tends to win and I think India played better cricket than England on that surface Do you think guys um, let, let's deal with the pitch because it, it's a massive issue I've just been having a chat with Mark Butcher off air um, and Butch is very certain in his mind that it's a, a, poor, a poor pitch um, uh, uh, we, we have to decide what we think about cricket finishing so quickly. We want to, you know, we don't always get five-day matches, but there's a great pleasure in test match cricket. We, we have to keep justifying its relevance in a modern world where it's threatened by so many other things. We don't want necessarily every match to last five days. We certainly don't want an imbalance in favour of the bat because that can lead to some pretty dull cricket. But would even you, Kev, agree that the balance was too much in favour of the ball here? Would we be saying the same thing if England had won this test match? Yes, I think we yeah. would. No, you wouldn't. Absolutely, would, we yeah. would. You'd be sitting here now and we'd talk for an hour on how rubbish the wicket was and this and that. No, you wouldn't. I said it, I said it on day one when England still had a chance of winning. On day, well, it was only two days in. If England had won... I said it start last night. If England had won this test match, there is no way you'd be sitting here now just hammering this, test, this uh, wicket. Do, do, well, Butch, I think Butch would. doesn't agree. Grab, grab the mic, Butch. You, you think there would be, yes? Yeah, absolutely. I would say how bad a pitch it was when, when India lost seven for 31 this morning. 
I mean, listen, I, I have no issue with the ball turning. I have none, none whatsoever. But we've got a 130,000-seater stadium that they've spent untold millions on that could have been spent on anything. And we've just had less than two days of Test Match cricket. And if I, again, and I, know, I know that there, is, there are pressures brought to bear in everybody's jobs in all walks of life, but if I were a groundsman and I'd been responsible for the second pitch in Chennai and this pitch here, I'd be embarrassed to show my face at the end-of-year Christmas party for groundsmen because they were shockers. <laughs> If right. the ball is going through the surface from the first over of the first day, you know, something that should happen as you get into the afternoon of day four in test matches, then I'm afraid it's not good enough. I don't care whether it sp- spins, seems, whatever. Through, That's poor. Through the surface. Through the surface. There was dust. There was du- nothing there was dust. dangerous there was dust about this wicket. I'm not, who's to say anything about danger? All then I'm you, saying is, is that the surface, but there wasn't the, one. But that's what the ICC looks at. If your wicket is dangerous, that's when you start to look at deducting points there was nothing dangerous about this okay okay fine if everybody is happy that you can under prepare pitches to the degree where the match could last anywhere between you know the only reason the second test in Chennai went to four days was because uh, because India batted second you know the match was over as a contest on the on the afternoon and if they batted first if they'd batted first, we'd, we'd, we'd have a, a very similar sorry they did bat first if they if, if England batted first this time Meaning that the you know that if India had been batting, where are we now? I've got <laughs> myself. It's hard because it's, it's a day in a day and a half. <laughs> yeah. It's a day, game in a day and a half. India won the toss in, and batted here. India won the toss and batted here in the in the first Test match. The game was over when India made three hundred and twenty, and I was there. I saw the pitch before a ball was bowled on it. It was designed to fall apart on first contact. And the only, you know, India were always going to bat again, no matter how big their lead was on that first innings. As it happened, they were two hundred ahead or one hundred and ninety-five ahead. And so we had, you know, we had a day pretty much where India batted again, getting 400 or so runs. And in England batting second still didn't make the total that England made in the first innings. The game was designed, that pitch was designed to last for two days, two and a half days tops, the same as this one. But Kev, just answer, just, just give me absolute clarity on this. You don't think it's, this instance, it's too much in favour of ball over bat? No, there, of course there was. Of course there was. I mean, you have a look at the numbers. You just have to have a look at the numbers. Yes, there was definitely an overriding ball wins over bat in this test match but and it's a one-off two teams played on exactly the same pitch they batted they both well, it's batted not a one-off on day because one. we've had it two matches in a row surely what that a test match finished in a day and a half no 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 the, but there's been the balance has been too you're much in favor of the ball a balance yes okay babe yes that's right How just, it, I'm, I'm sure and, and i think but you you're can, in the subcontinent but you, but when can, you go to when you go to perth what dominates there can you can you can you make a, a, a call about what the surface is designed to do and how it plays and remove the result from it? This is all I'm saying. I don't care who won or lost on this. I'm saying that India is obje- all about winning. Objectively, but we're not playing in the game. I have no skin in the game. I don't care who wins. Objectively, that is a poor surface. But with, remove the result from it. Remove it entirely from the argument. Objectively, that is a poor surface, as was the last one. And I would have said exactly the same thing if England had won both Test matches. Because objectively, they are not good, sir. They've not been prepared properly. Right, okay, guys. Uh, you two want Goffey, Parmi, do you want to add yeah, anything? Yeah, well, I, I, I'm loving listening to those two, two batsmen actually disagreeing. I think it's great. But I, I think for me, when we talk about insp- aspiring uh, youngsters all around the world, they want to see the best players batting, they've not got that opportunity. We've seen a test match here which has finished in under two days. Some of the best players in the world. We're talking about India being the best test team many, in the world. Ha, hold on, We're great in their side. Hold on, Rohit Sharma. Ro- 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 no, no, Rohit Sharma's Ro- not a great test match player. Rohit Sharma's just what? come back into the Have team. You seen no, no, I've been Rohit Sharma's greatest advocate. I work on the Indian television. 
and I've worked there for 10 years, almost 10 years now. He's averaging 70 since 2019, they drop something him, like that. They drop him, he comes back in, they drop him. He is a great white ball player. Since he's, he's on the only, button, he's, he's delivered. O- he's always opened. He's only just come back yeah. into the test team, right? But he's in and out. He's not a great test player. The only great test player in that team is Virat Kohli. The only great test batsman in our team is Joe Root. Well... That's that. That's your so opinion. Two out, of, but two out of twenty. Okay. No. Well, uh, tell me. If, tell me who else is great in the England batting line. Well, if you no, I'm just saying, Kev. When you're looking at greats in an England team, right? I know they're not batsmen, but you've got Stuart Broad. He's a great. Jimmy Anderson's a great. Ben Stokes in another three years. What he's achieved already would be go down as a great England player. Joe Root will go down as one of the best three or four batsmen ever uh, in an England shirt. So we've got players in there that tells us we're a good side. Well, we should be a good side. 112 all out and 81 all out on that in them conditions. Now, I'm not saying I don't want the ball to turn, which I do, Mark. I want the ball to turn on day three, late on, day four. We all expect it. I've told these places and played in tests where it's a battle, bat and ball early on. You've got to be at your best if you're a fast bowler. If you're not, the spinners come into play. They can tighten it. They can make it hard for the batsman to score, create some pressure. The captaincy's got to do something brilliant. What has the captain had to do there? What's Fred Coley had to do? I'll tell you what he's had to do. There you go, Axar Patel. You ball one end. There you go, Ashwin. You ball the other. Yeah, Game yeah, will be yeah, over but, in yeah, no Ru- time. But Root That's could, ridiculous. Yeah, but Root couldn't do that because he chose Broad, Anderson and Archer to win a game for, him, for them in <laughs> do India. Do you know why? Because he's got 10 different people telling him who he should pick. That doesn't... So who makes well, the decisions? that's going to be the next subject. So and we're coming who makes to that. the decisions? <laughs> we're coming to that. We're coming to that. Um, on the subject of England's batting, there's only one player averages over 40, and that's Root. Yeah. So that, that actually, I he's think the, the only gen- great player. England the, have only got the, for me only got one great batsman. One batsman in that team, and that, you know how close and how much I l- like Ben Stokes. When I mean, we when we won in a, India, he's going to be a very Cook. very good ro- all rounder. But just to to put my two penitent in, it'll be short, which is not usual for me. But you're <laughs> you're talking about Kev. You're talking about skill level. England playing skill on on spin, and I would get that, and I would agree with you if. India had gone got 300 in the in the first innings, um, and England got bowled out twice cheaply. Then skill level comes into it. But when an Indian side in the first innings is getting bowled out for 145, that tells me, especially against Leach and Root, that tells me there was too much in the first innings on a dear one pitch. That it, there's there's too much to level towards the the ball rather than in the Indian bat. conditions. Who's the better team? Oh, India. Of course they're India. Yeah, England will be the same when it comes in five. Thank you. But, but what I'm trying to Thank say you. is, y- oh. the point you're making is skill. England, India, the better Who's team more on skillful? skill. Yes, India. But what I'm trying to say is, if they got 300, then I'd say, yes, I'll back you. But they got 145 against somebody who doesn't really turn it that much in Joe Root and Jack Leach is England's frontline spinner. That, for me, floors any argument that there is more, that, that, that the bat, you know, skill level, because it's dear one. But you just said they're more skillful. Yeah, they're more skillful, but they've got 145. Yeah, 145. That's not skillful. Yeah, 145 in the first innings of any test match should in okay, theory I, lose. I just want to, just, just want a final question. I don't, we don't need a long answer. The only point I, I'm interested okay. in now because I think we've really done this well is would you agree that test matches finishing in just over five sessions is really not the right the best yes. thing for, for, yes, for the game yes because it doesn't test your character and we play test match cricket where for five days you had to grind it out I've said as a one-off this was entertaining I don't want to see it in test four okay very good thank you um, England selection um, and Kevin, you've been very 
strong in your view that, that they're messing with the side during a series against India that is potentially career-defining for each player and certainly for the name of the team. So we talk about Alistair Cook's side in India, Tony Gregg's side in India and David Gower's side in India that win. Um, and and we have to have sympathy here. Uh, we have to understand that bubble life... Uh, is very difficult in the time of COVID and, and that there are all sorts of reasons in a very busy year of cricket for England in all formats of the game that these decisions have been made. Having said that, we, we would say that they haven't been made correctly. Uh, they've been made for the right reasons, but not necessarily with the right planning. Is that fair? Yeah. Well, are we letting White Ball dominate our selections? Is Owen Morgan getting all the power to decide what team he has for certain uh, series rather than Joe Root getting the team he wants to win a test series in India. And we kept on this. When he's talking about going to India and Australia, they're the biggest two tours for a test player to test your character and to test your skill levels. And England have not had the opportunity to play their best team in India. If I were Joe Root, the captain, I'd be absolutely livid. He's captain of his country. If he loses this series, he would have lost it 4-0. I'll guarantee you now there would have been loads of journalists out there saying Joe Root's not a good enough captain. Get him out. Get someone else in. Because yep. results yep. in football, a, manager, a football team loses, the manager gets sacked. In cricket, a cricket team loses. The coach don't get sacked. The chairman of selectors don't get sacked. The director of cricket don't get the sack. Yep. He gets the sack, Joe Root. Yep. And that's why I'd be livid, livid if I was Joe Root because Owen Morgan's getting all the best players to play a little series in India when it's much bigger, this test series against India. Well, I can certainly ask Joe Root that question when we get him. Um, I might say it's come from you. Um, but it, very interesting. Um, okay, so Don Bess, you know, is on the sidelines. Do we understand or at least surmise that the decisions on the team were taken because they don't think Bess is in either the right frame of mind or in good enough form to play? Because if he was, wouldn't he have played? I think that that's a question that you've got to ask Joe Root when you get Joe Root. We are not to know what happens inside their dressing room. We're not to know what happens inside their hotel. We can only surmise, and that would probably be the assumption that we'd all take. However, that's something that you need to ask Joe Root. And I don't know whether you get that an honest answer. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly not been the best team that uh, England have picked. And uh, I think there is a favour, and I think there is power power. Uh, from the players. The players have got power. There have been headlines where Chris Silverwood has said, we can't stop the players from going to the IPL. We can't do this. The players are this. The players are that. So the, the players are starting to dictate a hell of a lot now to Ashley Giles. But you look to dictate when you had the chance to. You were very keen to play at the IPL. You wouldn't knock that, would you? I would not knock that at all. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that that's what's happening at the moment. However, the, I was never ever one to say, hold on a second. No, I don't want to play India in India. Oh, no, no, I don't want to miss the ashes. No, no interest, no. I was very much in favour of playing the full IPL, missing some warm-up games, and also missing the early season, the first two test matches. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, it's New Zealand. They're the number one test team in the world. They should be playing. You should play your full test team. Well, so, so <laughs> New Zealand... You're not remembered at the end of your career playing New Zealand. You, well, you would be if you played in the first World Test Championship again. But they're not. They're not because they haven't played their best team here and they're not well, going to qualify. Well, that's the point, isn't it? And in hindsight, do you think England should have settled on having their best team available for the whole of this India tour 
and and then review the situation for the coming months. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the t- sorry, Army, they, they talked about the World Cup on home soil was the ultimate and we did the ultimate. We won that World Cup. I mean, it was brilliant. I was so proud. But after that, what did they say? Now we can concentrate on test cricket and becoming number one ranked team in the world. They've totally gone off plan again. Owen Morgan now is getting the side he wants for every single one-day tournament and he's playing the shots. He's making the shots. And unfortunately, as I said, if I were Joe Root, I'd be absolutely livid, but he has no say on which players. They could easily have said, listen, Joss, it's, it's so big. It's so big, this um, India series. Can you stay for that? And then go on and miss the T20s in India. We know you're a great 2020 player. We know you've been Absolutely. played 100. You nearly played whatever games he's played now. You're going to go to the IPL for 10 weeks and get more practice in T20. Correct. There's another series in the summer. Then there's some more series before the World Cup next year. You don't need to play in India in these T20s. Playing this test series, it's much more important. What? What's going on? Okay. Yeah. No, we, I think we all support that view. I, I think that's a fair appraisal. Harmi, answer me a slightly different question. Uh, on selection. Do you think that England made their choices for this match based on the nighttime element of the game? In other words, the role of seamers with the pink ball? Yeah, I think they did that. There was a lot of hype going into this series about um, the selection, but the biggest talking point throughout the, the build up to this was what was going to happen in Ahmedabad first test match. You know, do we leave, bro- we leave Anderson out second test match to get him right and make sure he is there for that, for that third test match? Is, it the, is this the last time overseas we're going to see Broad and Anderson? So there was a lot of talk about the nighttime and the pink ball moving um, and all that. I just look at this, the selection from this test match. And actually, the way it looks is, oh, the way I've been picking things up, I don't think England had any choice. I think this is the side, only England side that could pick. Okay, thanks for stopping, Harmi. We've just had it in our ear that Joe Root is now with us. Uh, Joe, have you got me? Yeah, I've got you. Yep, okay. Um, Joe, an incredibly difficult, unusual, uh, and, and in the end, disappointing couple of days for you let's just start with your feelings now your emotions yeah it's been a, an interesting game hasn't it i think a little bit frustrated we didn't make the, the most opportunity back in first if i've been brutally honest you know 70 on for two um looking at, in hindsight now you go and get 250 even 200 and the game looks completely different um it makes that second innings a, a completely different scenario pressures very much on india and um you know, we're, we find ourselves in a, in a completely different position as, as we are right now. So uh, that's probably the standout thing um, for me. Yeah. And, you know, we, we just got to keep looking to get better. Um, it's, it was a tough week, but it's a week that shouldn't define us as a team. You know, we've got some fine players in this dressing room and some young guys that we'll have to learn quite quickly. Uh, and um, we've got to bounce back strong in this last game. We've had a rave, raging debate here in the uh, uh, commentary studio in London about the pitch. What are your thoughts on it? <laughs> well, I think it was, a, it was an interesting surface. Um, you know, I, my reflection would be, I, I, I feel we've obviously been outplayed. There's no, there's no question about that. We've been outplayed by India, outskilled again this week. Um, I think it's, it's just a shame for the, for the crowd, for the people coming to this ground, this wonderful venue. Um, you know, they've not come to see me bowl and get five for, they've come to see the best be the best. Um, but, you know, there's a, that's something for, I suppose, for the ICC to look at. Um, 
it's nothing to do with us. All all I can say is that we've been outclassed, um, so, and we have to be better. So you're not overcritical of the pitch. Uh, it's, it's it's irrelevant, really. What I think, if I'm if I'm being brutally honest, um, all we've got to do as players is try and play on on what's in front of us and try and out. You know, try and beat India on on, on any given surface, what? and unfortunately, we weren't good enough this week. One thing that kept caught our eye so often in the match was was how often the hard spinning ball led to batsmen being got out by balls that went relatively straight. Do you think that's a reflection on, on the impact of DRS on the game or on bad batting technique? I think uh, an element of it is actually the ball itself, the pink ball itself. It's got like a, a very firm, hard, plasticky coat to it. It stays firm for longer and it seems to skip off the wicket. Um, a few miles quicker, and I almost think it's, it's actually doing plays with pace. And I, you know, it wasn't just us; it was it was both sides. And it's almost that it's not actually the line; it's more that the the pace and guys that probably ending up with their bat on line, but it's too late. Um, and it's and it's obviously um, it, it's hit the front pad before you know it. So I, I do think there's an element of the, the pink ball playing a factor in those dismissals. Okay, thank you. Um, selection: We were surprised to see. Um, the the three seamers plus Ben and not the second spinner. Is, is this because um, you just believe the seamers would do the job given the pink ball and the night matches and just got that wrong? Or is it because Dom is not in the best shape to play? No, it's just, it was, a, a, as, as you mentioned, with the seamers there, it's a big strength of ours. We looked at how the ball, ball had performed and moved around in practice, how it swung it seemed. Um, and, you know, Probably, I, I definitely thought that pitch would hold together slightly better than it did, um, and that seam would play a, a bigger factor within the game. Um, fortunately, it wasn't that wasn't the case. Um, um, you know, I do think that was a, a very strong England side out there, and, but unfortunately, with, with the conditions materialising as they did, um, it didn't quite work in our favour. So, looking at the, uh, another game on this same square soon, you're quite comfortable with the idea of playing Dom. Yeah, I, I certainly. If he was in the squad for this game, he, he narrowly missed out. And he's, you know, he's he's a fine young player. He yeah. obviously will be disappointed of, of missing out in these previous two games. But you know, as as we all know, is in cricket things change very quickly. You get your opportunity, you go and take it. So if he gets that chance, I'm sure he'll be desperate to do just that. Well, you got on the wrong end of the umpires a bit yesterday and obviously had your say last night, which was a good thing. And Java Gosrinath said that you handled it very well. Um, it is frustrating, I know, when the 50-50s don't go your way. How do you work now with the team going forward? I mean, it, it's they've been two incredibly difficult test matches to have had such elation after test match one and two bad beatings in, in the next two. What What happens in the days to come? I think we just got to be as honest as we can be. As as I've said before, these weeks like this don't define us as a team. We don't become a bad team overnight. We've got some very good, talented players that you know are going to do special things in an England shirt. And it's trying to really encourage that feeling of confidence in the group. It can be difficult if you you know you've you've had a couple of tough dismissals and you're going into potentially face the same makeup of side. But that's part and parcel of the game. That's part of playing against. Um, in, in a, a four-five match series, that's that's one of the things that you have to be able to handle as a player, and that's one of the things that you have to learn. And if we're going to get to be the best team in the world, it's something that we're going to have to overcome, and we shouldn't shy away from that. We shouldn't be afraid of that. We should embrace it, and we should use the hurt from this week and the previous game, take that forward into into the final test match, and and try and 
they're really putting a strong performance because I don't think we've quite given ourselves a fair reflection of, of the talent in the, in the room this, these last two games. Um, but, you know, it has been very challenging and guys have just got to keep looking to learn, keep finding ways of improving their own game and finding a way of scoring runs in these conditions. Brilliant. Great answers. Thank you. Uh, you've got eight days, I think, so you might have one, one or two off just to chill, <laughs> get away from it all. Um, all right, Joe, we wish you well in the coming match uh, and we'll can continue our debates here in the studio. Thanks very much for your time. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Okay, well, he's very honest, isn't he? Pretty straightforward. I mean, he, he wasn't prepared to go far on committing re the pitch. But in general, I think we sorted the question of, you know, he admits he got it wrong with how the pitch would play and therefore his selection. Anything come out of that, Butch, that you picked up on? Well, I, diplomacy for a start. I mean, you have to be, uh, as well as a, a great batsman and a, and a tactician, you have to be diplomatic. I think reading between the lines there, the uh, the description of the surface being interesting told you all he needed to know. It was as far as he was able to go. Um, and and I thought he was very, very smart in terms of, uh, of, of saying that he felt sorry for the for the crowd and the, and the people who'd bought tickets and had expected to see a game. And a lovely bit of humour as well, saying, you know, they, they haven't paid, paid their money to come in and watch a bowler like me take five for eight. Um, and, and, you know, there again, with, without circling too far back, but I'm going to, to the surface, if Joe Root is taking five for eight against India away from home um, in a test match on day two, um, then, yeah... It's not great. It's not a great surface for me. Just to pick up on that last point with him, sorry, Butch, but I just don't want to forget this. 
Um, th- there's some action apparently in uh, in sort of partisan I- I Indian groups on WhatsApp and people who understandably care for Indian cricket um, that Kohli got sanctioned after the last test for um, taking up points with the umpire on the field. And why wouldn't Root be this test? Um, I'm I'm not sure that's relevant. Well, I suppose it's relevant, but isn't it pushing a point too hard? I, I don't think Root's overstepped the mark particularly, is he? No, I don't think he did. I think what Root was asking was completely different to Virat. I think Virat was um, when he ran across the pitch. He was that was the you know the surface he was he was going at, and then the umpire he was at, he was questioning the umpire's actual decision. Where I don't think Joe was questioning the decision of the umpire. He was just asking why why the the, the replays hadn't ran on, or why we hadn't hadn't had a second look at it or a closer look at it. Before, before the umpire made his final decision. But I think Virat was actually questioning the umpire why he didn't give it out, which would have been umpire's call, which actually would have, the decision would have gone in his favour. So I think there is a subtle difference between the two, um, the two instances, between what Joe did and what, what Virat did. Okay, thank you. Um, should England have a spin bowling coach, a, a spin batting coach? with them Kev do you think somebody who's an expert in spin who can help them or is that is it too late just before a test match to be able to influence players ability with spin we saw Jonathan Trott there uh, I know that Jacques Callis has been around Graham Thorpe there's Marcus Truscothic there's a few around yeah there, there are there, there are yeah. a few around <laughs> and I know the ECB are never going to employ Kevin Peterson but if, <laughs> if the, some of the England batsmen could get within earshot of some of the things he says <laughs> and I'm not blowing his tyres up, but I tell you what, that w- it wouldn't be a bad conversation for somebody like Ollie Pope. Some of it, not all of it. Oh, yeah, well. but definitely, um, yeah. he'd be someone <laughs> to talk to. Kevin Peterson, the way he plays spin, the way he talks about it. Um, I must admit, even listening this morning, and and and, he, and I don't want this to sound like we're blowing up his tyres, but it did. I found myself leaving my earphones on and just listening to it because it's something we've never been great at. We've had some players play it better than others. We've had some players who have found a way to play. And, and Butch, I, I see they were talking about, and he's played with him, Graham Thorpe. He found a way to play against spin. He got himself, he rotated the strike. He played, played ones and twos. He never looked for a boundary shot. If he did, it was a sweep shot, a square sweep shot. It would not, you know what I mean? That's the way Thorpe he played. But we've got to find a way. And if the pitch is going to be like this come next week... England's game plans have got to be totally different to the, what they have been this last, what, four innings, is it now? Where they've just looked like they're not going to get a run. Ashwin must be having... Every time, and, and, and Axel Patel must think Test cricket's easy, because every time they rock up, they look like getting five for. That, Mark, you, you had the conversation, the, the conversation you had with Kevin about playing spin, and he's mentioned it in both the days that we've talked about, was that trip from Pakistan to um, the, the difference from Pakistan and then into India, where you, Kevin Peterson talked to Joe Root, to Johnny Bairstow, who were at opposite ends of their careers. Now, Joe Root is, we've talked about, he's one of the, he, he went into this series possibly being a better player of spin than anybody on the Indian side. So if you're looking for spin bowling coaches or mentors, the actual captain of England is not a bad bloke to talk to in the nets and talk about how to play spin like you did talking about and I had a co- Johnny and I had a Johnny conversation with Rudy only a couple of weeks ago and I just said, please make sure you are helping these guys and you're drilling the same stuff that we did. So that's why I don't think that the practice is an issue because he would be doing this guy, Joe Root, he's quality on the field and he's quality off the field. Absolutely. And he'll be trying his damnest hardest 
damn hot, damnness hardest. Have I got that right? Probably wrong. Heart, However, he'd be, tr- he'd be trying his hardest to make his players better. A- a- and he has the response. This is extra responsibility now. I mean, it's not really his job, but he will take it on himself because of what he's like as a person to go and help these guys. And I know that because I had an exchange with him a couple of weeks ago and he's doing that. Mm. I, I think, think one of the problems he's got, Butch, so sorry, Butch, is but when he looks at his players and he looks around, Johnny Bairstow, like I said, I, I felt for him a little bit going into this test. He's not performed. He bagged a pair, didn't he? But he's, like I say, he's been at home for a few weeks and that's part of the selection we were talking. But we already before this test series and one of the reasons they didn't pick them earlier... Dom Sibley and Zach Crawley, but they thought they were weaker against spin. I think that's been proven to be quite quite right. It's a difficult, especially when it's going like it's been doing the last two test matches. It's tough. It's been, and it's only tough. Pope probably plays seam better than he does spin. And he's found it difficult. You can see the pressure on him now. He's coming in. You can see he wants to try to be positive, but his feet are glued. He's but got these, no and, real and technique to play against And it. these are youngsters. And, and you know what? They'll get a chance again. So this is actually a fabulous learning curve for them. Absolutely beautiful to be able to fail so spectacularly in a test match like this and want that will. And, and as a player, you'd think, I have to be on that next tour of India. Give me that next tour of India in four years' time because I want to succeed in India. Yeah, I, I, I could not agree more with Kev on this point. We, we've, had our, uh, we've had our differences in this conversation up until now, but that is entirely... I'm looking down the list here. Zach Crawley hasn't played 10 test matches yet. Dom Sibley is just over that now um, you know Ollie Pope is very much in the infancy of his career um, Johnny Bairstow we, we know that we know what the sort of character that Johnny is he's kind of he's re- relatively sensitive he's not quite um, you know he's somebody that wants to feel that he's loved and feel that he belongs in the side I know that he wasn't all that happy about going home in the Sri Lanka leg but the, the reasons for that are myriad and we won't bother going into them here but I actually wouldn't have picked Johnny for this test match I'd have kept Burnsy in the side and, and had Crawley come in at number three for the simple reason that despite the fact that Burns has had his trouble, he made what twenty six or something in the in the second innings um, in the, the on the Turner in Chennai. He's been here. He's been playing. He's been working on it. He's kind of slightly more in tune. Johnny comes in cold, literally, from walking on the, the moors with the dogs uh, straight into this series. And and we know what Johnny's like. His head gets full of bumblebees a little bit. Um, and so I wouldn't have made as many changes to England's top order as England did in this Test match. Would that have made any difference? Probably not. Probably not. But the point that Kev makes about the fact that these guys, most of them very much in the infancy of their test careers, most of them never having played um, cricket on the subcontinent before in test matches beyond the, the two test matches in Sri Lanka, which in terms of uh, you know, ferocity, in terms of quality and opposition, they, they might as well be in two different hemispheres, two different stratospheres to compare the two. These guys will come back better for it. And, and listen, England winning the first test match was a nightmare for England. As far as I'm concerned, because, you know, people were suddenly talking about, oh, could they win three test matches and get themselves in the World Test Championship final? India had not lost more than three test matches in the previous decade at home. And two of those were to England and Kev was playing in two of them. They lost twice in that series that Kev was playing in. They lost one on an absolute horror pitch in Pune where Steve Smith played one of the greatest innings I've ever seen. And then they lost again at Chennai in a decade, four times. So this team, this England side, with all these youngsters in it and blokes who'd not played there before, no chance of winning a series down there. Let's get real. Let alone play brilliantly on surfaces we've seen in the last two test matches. So, you know, that's, that's where we are. And if they come back again, they will be better. Okay. Um, i got an interesting one for you now. The four of you are very different people. In amongst you are introverts and extroverts. 
you all have different skills. Um, two bowlers, two batsmen, left-handers, right-handers, fast, swing, height. Skinny, not fat. Such a, all that. <laughs> all that. <laughs> Talking about Pendez. What happened? <laughs> tell, tell let, 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 let's get a, give a feeling to, to the, the folk out there listening. What happens now? You, you, that dressing room is, frankly, we know what it's like, desolate. It's a terrible thing, losing big cricket matches, big occasions, not doing yourself justice. What happens? Do, do, do people spend time stuck in the room beating themselves up? Do the guys get together? Do, do what, what, the, the next 48 hours of their lives, how imperative is it for the management to get that right? And what exactly happens? Yeah, Steve, a- you, were, you were an introvert. Beat yourself up easily, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that I think we talk about this COVID world now, which makes this even harder because you can't get out. What what I would say, if we were out COVID, it would be senior players in the dressing room, stand up and be counted, go and get some of the younger players, make sure they're not dying in a hole, make sure that you're not just putting their arm random for their arm random's sake, but... You know, give off positive mentality to get yourselves in a position to steer, you know, steer real. This COVID world now, the, the dudes just sit in the rooms. The do just go back on the Xbox to do that. And that's what worries me even more because if you start the, to a, po- a poorly, there's a gradual sort of disintegration all the way through. And you know, Butch is right. Winning the first test match, give them that little bit of lift. But you can just see slowly in their performance, they're just going lower and lower and lower in their shells. And that would concern me a little bit. It's gone to the days of, right, you know, during my time, it was like, Freddie, Harmy, go and get the lads. We'll go and potentially have a game of golf. We might have a meal, a couple of beers. Let's get together. You know, we'll pick the guy up who's... You know, He's having a struggle, Garrett Jones. You know, I remember in the Ashes 2005. 2005, Ash, Garrett Jones drops a couple of catches, getting a bit of sticks. Me and Fred took, me and Andrew Flintoff took him to Belwear Dogs for an evening watching the Greyhounds. You know, he, and, and, he, and to Make be fair, ten pints. Well, I was going to leave that out, but yeah, we had that. Well, and that, then that would have destroyed me. I'd never yeah. wanted to play again. But Garrett Jones said afterwards, "This is the best thing I, that happened because I didn't just die in a hole in my room." I felt as though I could I could get away from the game and come back a little bit more clearer than than what I was if I'd just sat for five hours staring at four walls thinking what have I done have I dropped it Mark Nicholas is on Channel Five telling me I mean other than this Michael Vaughan not Michael Vaughan but whoever was commentating and then you go in the verdicts with a TV and then you listen to you listen to everything so England have got to look after themselves look after the the the, the, the the players who are really struggling at this minute in time and try and lift them and boost them because when you are in a hole, it is a long, long way of digging yourself out of it. Kev, that sounds an interesting appraisal. In in your case, we talked in in the dinner break about how you addressed the, the own fears you had about and concerns you had about playing a spin. There would be two things here for you, wouldn't there, as a senior player? So let's think of you as an established player now, one of the world's best. How would you have reacted to this defeat? What would have been your next move? Next move would be thinking next test match, straight away. How do we improve and get better and make a better standing of ourselves in the next test match? Um, relating it back to my career in Ahmedabad, got out twice to Namanoja. I walked off the field, changed my shirt, went straight into the nets and batted for an hour and a half. It was about thinking about the next test match. Uh, getting away from the game, I think, is incredibly tough right now. Right now, I don't know what... I was gonna, to answer your question at the start, I was going to say, depends where you are. 
whether you're in Barbados, whether you're in Sydney, if you're in Cape Town, it's completely different to being in some of the other places in well, the no, world. You're, you're in However, India, you're in a bubble. But now you're in India, you're in a bubble. If you were in Cape Town, you would be in a bubble. Sydney, you'd be in a bubble. So it is very different. And I don't know what the environment is like and how you break that cycle and whether it is too much. Because I know, I mean, you'd, and you have to look at all our mobile phones. We're on our mobile phones all day, every day. We can't get on the golf course. We can't go to the dogs. We can't go and watch things that we want to go. We can't go to the theater. We can't go for anything. We can't do anything. And these guys are right in the middle of it. There'll be journalists that stay in the same hotel. You'll know what a journalist has written. It's hard to stay off social media. There'll be players deleting Twitter, deleting Instagram, coming back when they score another 100. <laughs> Those are some of the battles that I had as a player. Goodness, you start failing. Twitter, delete. Delete the app off your phone. Gone. Get a couple of hundreds. The, that blue thing turns back up on your phone. <laughs> but these are the battles. It's a tough place. I think... I've always said about social media, I think, I, I know people do it for their profiles and everything. I think if you're a current uh, professional sportsman uh, in any sport, um, I think it's very difficult if you spend a lot of your time on social media, whether it be Twitter or Instagram, because every individual is different. Everybody thinks just because somebody comes across as a confident person in, in life, what they judge you as. When you go back to your room after you've had a bad day and all them things that Kev talked about enter your mind, did I do th things right? Did I play a bad shot? Did I not? Could I have bowled better? I bowled too many no balls. I made too many half volleys. I didn't yep. get my tactics right on this pitch. And it plays with your mind. Absolutely. And if you go onto social media, that feeds it. That feeds yep. that anxiety, and it makes it even worse for you to recover from. Mm. And a lot of sportsmen I've seen are talking now about the abuse you get on social media. We're not going to stop it unless people, like I said, we've talked about this in deeper debates where you start to have responsibility for what you do tweet. And mm. until that happens, there's always going to be that danger to the professional athlete uh, out there. Now, I'm the same. I came across as a very confident cricketer, which I was, right? There's no doubt about it on the surface. But when I had a bad day, I used to go back to my room. I was, sometimes I was like beside myself. I didn't know what, I'd had a bad day. What are they going to write about me? What does people who have relied on me to do well... But the way I did it, and I joke about it now, when I've done present caps, I used to write things down me a lot. I did a lot of writing. Um, and then I used to read it, and then I'd rip it up. But then I used to go down to the bar, and I used to I would joke about it, like I say, and have a pint. And it always made me feel better talking to other people within my team. But at this bubble life now, they have these team rooms. They're allowed in it. They've got pool tables now. They've got dartboards. They've got table tennis. And the, I've been part of the England team over the last 18 months as on a coaching capacity. They have these nights now where they have quiz nights and they do lots of funny things in there which are absolutely brilliant. I've been part of it. They're hilarious to be a part of. They'll have a group that are going to organise all those sort of things. But the first thing I'd do if I was a player, and I think every player will, is analyse their own performance tonight. Where could they improve in the positions? Ollie Port will be in his room tonight. He's Ollie Young. But he knows what life is now like as a test cricketer. He knows what life's like as a professional cricketer. He'd be sat in his room analysing how he got out both innings. Whether it be his technique, he's stuck on the crease. Whether it be his bat position. Whether it be he's got to find a different way to play against Ashwin because he keeps getting bowled off stump. But then tomorrow it'll be the team that analyse the team performance with Joe Root. And then you forget it. It's about preparation for the next test match. Simple. Butch, you... 
um, <laughs> mixed. No, mixed. I mean, we've talked a lot about y your yeah. your hopes and fears and how they collided so so often. Um, well, I, I think a night like tonight, I wouldn't have given today a second thought. I think if if things were normal and you're on a tour and you've just been, you know, you've just had maybe you've bagged a pair like Johnny did in this game or whatever. Um, I probably wouldn't have given it a second thought tonight. And maybe not knowing that you've got six days between now and the next one, probably not the second night either. But then, you know, when, once the dust has cleared, um, you know, sort of shame and, and um, you know, being embarrassed at your performance is quite a strong driver for me. And so you'd kind of, you know, you'd, you'd maybe have a sulk, you maybe go out and have a couple of beers with Goffey or Steve or whatever and let your hair down for a couple of nights just to see, to not think about it. And then when the reflection starts, it's okay. I, am, I do not want to feel like this again. So it's get yourself into the nets, get yourself with, Thorpe or Trot or whatever it is and work out a way of being able to get beyond the first 25-30 balls which is the a great cliche but most cliches are cliches because they're true and then find a way of being able to rotate rotate strike find a way of being able to put some pressure back onto the bowlers find a way of making your turning yourself out of being um, a, a sitting target um, and from what I've you know if that, from what I've watched in terms of the way that England have played on these two surfaces, the, the one thing that I reckon that, that none of them have attempted to do is to do something that Pajara might do or even Ashwin did, um, making, making that 100 in Chennai, which was actually just think about leaving the crease every once in a while, not to hit it for six, but to try, just to try and make sure that you get to the ball so that you're much, much closer to the ball. You can run down and kick it as long as you get yourself you know, close enough to it. Um, and, and in that way, try to get yourself the odd short ball um, because from what I've watched is if all the while that these guys have played from the crease, even the taller ones have got bigger reaches. If you're not going anywhere and the sweep shot is fraught with danger, then you've probably, you've got nowhere to go. You're waiting for them to bowl you a bad ball. And on the surface that we've just seen with a margin for error for a spin bowler of about two meters, a bad ball isn't even a bad ball on this it will rag and turn or whatever. So you have to find something in order to give yourself, give yourself a little bit of a buffer to, to be able to, to get up the other end. Best place to play bowling is from the other end quite often. And then be able to, to kind of work out a way of getting yourself to 10 to 20. Because when you get there, I've watched guys like Kev play the, the great innings you do. Once you get there and get in, suddenly the ball seems to be like a magnet to the middle of the bat. Think about the way Joe Root played in those first three test matches. He couldn't miss once he got himself in. Um, and so that would be that, you know. Forget it. Then think about it then do something and about it. it. Very good. Thank you, all of you. Very good, very good. Love it. Um, we've heard from the England captain, uh, understandably down. Um, I reckon the Indian captain will be up. Let's find out, because uh, straight after the match at the presentation, Virat Kohli was with Murli Kartik. Virat, sometimes they say a quick game is a good game, but it's gone down the right side for you, just coming back after losing the toss uh, so strongly. Yeah, look, to be honest, I, I don't think... Um, yeah, the result went our way, but I don't think the quality of batting was uh, at all, um, you know, up, up to standard from both teams, to be very honest. Uh, I, I know they got bundled out early, but even with, with our innings, we were 100 for three, uh, hoping to, you know, make many more than we ended up with. Um, yeah, just, just lack of application on both sides. There was literally, I mean, very, very good pitch to bat on, especially in the first innings. We just felt like the ball was coming on nicely, uh, odd ball turning, but... Um, yeah, it was just, um, yeah, I, I would say, below par batting from both teams. Uh, our bowlers were much more effective and, effective, and that's where we got the result. Yeah, actually, just before this presentation, I had a brief chat with Ashwin, and he echoed the same sentiments. He said that batting was possibly below par. Everyone would say 30 wickets, the same question I asked Joe. 
but 21 were to straight deliveries. Exactly. Um, it was it was bizarre that out of the out of the 30 wickets, 21 were were off straight balls, and that's just I feel that's just lapse of concentration or indecision or too many things going on in your head as a batter where you're playing for the turn but you're getting beaten on the inside. Um, I honestly feel like batsmen need to trust their defense much more than than they are uh, presenting at the moment. And Test cricket is all about that. You're not you're not you're not going to get results in two days all the time and. Um, this was a classic example of, uh, you know, batsmen not applying themselves enough, maybe, and, and yeah, that's why it's such a quick game. Were you joking around with the fast bowlers in the second innings? That why did you ever? <laughs> why did I even pick you? <laughs> Both Jasprit Bumrah and Ishan Sharma just made the numbers, isn't it? Well, well, Bumrah said that uh, I'm getting workload management while playing the game, <laughs> um, and Ishi said it's my hundredth game and I'm not getting to bowl. I said you have to blame this guy who's just coming in and bowling in. In areas that that's making life so much more difficult for the batters, and uh, yeah, I think the spinners were outstanding in this game, and there was just no room for anyone else to do anything. The game was so fast, and it happened all so quickly that it was just not possible to bring anyone into the game. And you have to add Washington Sundar to that as well, to that list as well, because he was looking for a bowl. Eventually, yeah, he was very happy. He got to bowl three balls uh, in the whole game. Didn't bowl in the first innings. Poor guy uh, didn't get any with the bat as well. So, yeah, look, a lot of guys didn't get into the game and it's just a bizarre game. I don't think I've ever been a part of such a test match where things have happened so quickly and you know it's just moved on so quickly and we wrap it up within two days. I've never experienced this. Yeah, it was thriller minute and sometimes when you look at look back at it and uh, you have somebody like Aksha Patel now coming in literally stamping his authority in test match cricket. Ravindra Jadeja, Washington Sundar who has done well for you. As a leader of the pack, it must be a great problem to have. Well, it's amazing. I, I, I'm sure a lot of people, when Jaddu got injured, would have been relieved. But then this guy comes in rolls probably faster than Jaddu, you know, at, at, from a greater height. Uh, look, I don't know what's the, the case with Gujaratis and, and left arm spinning all rounders. They seem to be <laughs> they seem to be a nightmare for the batters. Um, I think he he bowled amazingly well, Akshar, and. Um, it's it's testimony to his hard work, his accuracy. That's exactly why we picked him. It's impossible to sweep him. It's impossible to defend him all day. And if the wicket gives him anything, he's he's just a very lethal bowler. Along with Jaddu, Ash, these guys have been doing it for years. Washi has played Test cricket, but to, for Aksar to come in and bowl like this is outstanding. In the rich tradition of Indian spin bowling, you add one more list: 400 man Ravi Chandran Ashwin. He's been outstanding. 77 Test matches. That's, that's just that's bizarre and mind-boggling. I, I think we all need to. Um, you know, stand up and take notice of what Ashwin has contributed to Indian cricket, and we should all be very proud of it. I told him from now on, I'm going to call you Ledge. Uh, you know, 400 is an outstanding achievement, and uh, still so many, so many games, so many years to go for India. And I think in, in Test match cricket, he's surely a, a, a modern-day legend, and and we're just lucky to have him in our team. And you know, his skill sets and how he applies himself, and and you know, makes those breakthrough performances for the team every now and then. And as a captain, I'm I'm so pleased that he plays for us. Is it three days to cool your heels or for the batsmen who didn't apply themselves, there's some naughty boy nets? The heels are not warm at all, <laughs> to be honest. Especially for the batters, we didn't... It was a game of quick fire runs, you know, quick wickets. But we have to be ready for the hard grind. We, we are going to prepare ourselves for the hard grind. Uh, we are a team that takes pride in winning games of cricket in four or five days. We're ready for that hard work and um, if, if the conditions are so that we have to go the distance, uh, we are going to absolutely be ready for it. But yeah, a few days extra um, off with a hectic schedule obviously feels nice.
Well, unsurprisingly buoyant, uh, Virat Kohli. Um, a very interesting no mention, really, of the pitch. In fact, he said he, it was quite nice to bat on on the first day with the odd ball spinning, but in general, it came onto the bat. Yeah, and I mean, he was playing that well in, until he got out. Him and Rohit Sharma were building a partnership and they were able to play that way. Uh, the spinners, I think it would have been maybe a little bit more of a different story if he had played against Akshar and he had played against Ravi Chandran Ashwin. Well, but that's he surely wasn't, the point. But he it? wasn't. I'm sorry. Don't you think? Sorry, I didn't interrupt you, but that is surely the point, Kev. I mean, the difference that, with respect, the difference, yeah, the difference in the quality. in the quality of spinners is a monumental. Yeah, it's it's as big as it gets, and in England, back three fast bowlers. And, 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 and sorry, and the only time it wasn't <laughs> was when in England beat India. Because they had Swan and Panesar, who bowled yeah. absolutely sensational. So yeah. for me, that comes down to the pitch. You know, England bowled India out for 145 with Leach and Root on, dear, on first innings in Deer 1. I've got the scorecard here from the first test match, right? In, in this test match, the 30 wickets in 140, 140 overs. Ben Stokes was out in the 126th over, which was the fourth wicket in the, f in the first test match, the first innings of the first test match. You know, I talked about that would be in a, a decent batting track. For me, if, you t if they talk about the spinners being non-comparison by both sides, that tells me the pitch is not good enough when England are bowling India out for 145 in the first year of a test match with Jack Leach and Joe Root. I'm sorry, it's just... Uh, that, 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 for me, ends the argument. From, say it was a good p pitch to bat on, on, on day one. The test match only lasted day and, day and, day and two sessions. Well, batting under lights seemed to be a lot easier, but we only saw it for one night, and Corley and uh, Roy Sharma were playing so well, weren't they? Under the lights, it looked to be a little bit easier. But we never get up to saw England seamers pulling under the lights, really, except for one day. So Joe Root will go away from this game, and he'll be sat there thinking, I picked four seamers. I've got four seamers in my 11, and I've ended up getting five for eight. I mean, he'll be, that's... That'll, <laughs> it is unbelievable. And, and Joe will have a chuckle about it. There's no doubt with his mates tonight on WhatsApp. His mates will be uh, texting him and things. And they'll, be, they'll not believe he's got... He'll not believe it, Joe himself. He's not a bad bowler. Kevin used to bowl a little bit of off-spin. When I first played against him, that's what he was. He was an off-spinner who batted 10. It's funny. It's You'd have been happy 5 for 8, wouldn't you? Six overs against India. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you take that all day long. And I just think that... The way that Joe's conducted himself off the field, the way that he's conducted himself on the field, class act, class, class act. He spoke so, so well there. Uh, Virat, again, I mean, Virat came under pressure as well because of what Ajinka Rehane did in Australia. There was a lot of people talking about whether Ajinka Rehane should continue the captaincy. So you can hear in Virat's tone there and the way that he's talking there now about himself and his players that he's just so happy that they 2-1 in front. Well, they won't make any changes, I wouldn't think. Well, Rahani's not getting any runs. And no, but why would, you, why would you change that now? Well, you, they won't, will they? They'll keep the same team. But they've got Argo If Shubman Gilwood got dismissed, he might have come in uh, for him. You've got Rahul in the background. They've got some good players, uh, but they won't make any changes. You're right. They have. They could put a second team on the park, Kev, couldn't they, that has high quality in it? I've got some quality players. They really do. You are. Rahul, I mean, how he doesn't make this team. Good, <laughs> Amazing player. Good uh, little confidence oh. booster for Gil, though. That, that last I think session he's the there. I think he's their best young player. Yeah. Said it for a couple of years now. Saw him play for KKR two years ago, two seasons ago, as an 18-year-old or a 19-year-old. And I just thought to myself, and actually I tweeted, I said, this guy is a star. The, the, just the time he's got. 
I mean, that's still got that, to perform. That shot, but that shot that, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you've got to perform. That shot that he played first ball after dinner this evening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, beauty. that was as good as Crawley's yesterday. Mm. Another good one, a bit older, but Syriakuma Yadav, very good player too, isn't he? They have. They've got some fabulous yeah. players. Sanjay Samson, another yeah. one. Yeah, the, the left-handed um, uh, DDV, we called him. Uh, Divdat Padikal. Yeah, Padikal. Nice player. And then, and then quick bowlers, plenty of those, probably as many as eight or nine. Siraj, uh, yeah. Khalil, uh, Natharajan, Umesh, Umesh Yadav. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're all thinking about bowling... Offspin now, though, aren't they? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what's the point? Well, well, I mean, this, this, was kind of, this was the beauty of it. You know, this is the, the thing about the thing about Indian cricket. Um, and one, one of the things that kind of disappoints me more than anything on this is that Indian cricket, they've won in Australia, right? They have an incredible, they have incredible resources in terms of their fast bowlers. They're always going to have three or four excellent spin bowlers. Um, but for some reason, against England of all, of all teams, they've decided to play on these absolute well, I don't know. I'm not going to call them why why I would call them in my head, but they're playing on these pitches that nullify all of the great work that they've done bringing on all, all these great quicks. You know that that the, the reason they're able to go down and win in Australia is because they're not one dimensional. They don't just rely on Ashwin taking wickets or, or um, you know the, the left arm spinners. Uh, ripping people out. They don't have to rely on that. They can play cricket anywhere. They can mm. come over to England and beat us in English conditions. They can beat Australia in Australian conditions. They've done it twice in a row. How many countries have been to Australia twice in a row and won? Mm, yeah. And yet, we're watching games over in two days from a team that is far, far better than, than having to play England in these yeah. conditions. The more, the more one thinks about it, given the money, richest in the world, given the power, given the competitions, given the success of the IPL, given the attention they've paid to Test Match cricket of late. India have played a lot of Test Matches over the last couple of years. They, they can't be criticised of not showing pastoral care for the game of test match cricket you would say going forward they're going to be a very hard powerhouse to resist if anything they're going to get better as more young players emerge through a pathway that suits the modern cricketer very well there's money to be made and and there's fame to be had Absolutely. The, the only issue is there's more money to be made and that you can become more famous by playing in the IPL Well, but you, you won't get what you get here you, no, you, you won't, won't get, get what this, you get this, here. This but, global but, acclaim but, no, in, you the, won't, in the but, way you get from the test match. But what we do need for test match cricket is guys like Virat Kohli and the Indian team talking about how amazing it is to play test match cricket and setting that example. And I know Virat does. I know Virat really yeah, well. He's I, one of my close friends. Mate, and I know is, he is the key to how all much of that. he cares for test match cricket. He absolutely loves it. He idolizes it. And he still knows. He's from that previous generation of player that believes that it tests the test match cricket defines you as a player. There's a lot of the youngsters, youngsters, Rishad Panth, a couple of them. Uh, they're the IPL guys. They're the, they're the short form guys. But we've still got at least Virat Kohli, who captains India, who loves test cricket. Right, we're running out of time. We've got just a couple of minutes. I, I just quickly, please, four of you, turn your attention to England's possibilities going forward. Can England win the next test? Can they level this? Series is it in the mentally, physically? On a wicket like that, yes. On a better wicket, no. Unless they bat first and go big, like they did in the first Chennai Test. No. Well, no? I, okay. I don't know. No. Any, I don't know on any wicket. Uh, if we play on a wicket like the first Test, where it's absolutely flat for for two days, and we win the toss and bat, we've got players on flat pitches that can get runs. Right. We, we proved that in the first Test. We got six hundred. 
that's the only chance we have a winning. If we play on a pitch like we've just had and like we saw in Chennai in the second, no matter whether we bat first or second, we ain't getting runs you against. Ain't get it, we not, ain't getting runs against Ashwin and uh, Patel. And I don't, I don't think there's a flat wicket next week. No, I no. don't think there is. And I think <laughs> my my concern for this side is that they've shown in. Yeah, you know, not in more than glimpses over the course of this winter that they're a, a good side. They've got the, the tools to beat India and Sri Lanka when they, when they played Sri Lanka, even though it was a poor Sri Lankan side. But my worry on this side is in bubble life and the way things go and the way the game gobbles up and gets you, once a team's got on top of you, then they've really got your throat. And I think India will not make the mistake that England did in the first test match and go for the jugular. And I think I worry where some of the mindsets are of these England, young England players that we've talked about? I think, it, as things stand at the moment, India in the World Test Championship final, right? 2-1, that's all they need. I think, I, I would be absolutely staggered if they gamble on playing on another on another raging Bunsen like this because because you can be you can come unstuck. You're, you're giving a team... That's that, what I said. That, yes, yeah. they can win. You're giving a team that is inferior to you a chance, it's, it's, half a chance. Correct. I reckon it'll be rolled snot uh, the last test match um, and, it, and, the, the, and there will be what no what does that mean it well, means a flat it, it means flat it will <laughs> barely do anything and there will be a lot of runs scored by both teams is India will hedge, hedge their way draws fine for them and they'll probably beat England if they get the chance to bat first Just that's quickly, what I think if it's a draw to all do Australia qualify yeah Australia qualify if it's 2-2 two, two. So two, if it's a two, massive two. game next if week it, if massive. it's 2-2 two, two. if it's 2-2 England have to win the test match to send Australia through but a draw wow. is good enough for India so it's a huge huge right. game this for India does the trick India, yeah. India will just want to win the next test match and they'll prepare a wicket like they've just done and they had last week. I'm with my man because I think oh. that's where Virat Kohli sees the game of cricket. Absolutely. So you think it is, a, a, in that, on that basis, Kev, you think it's a match England could win because the pitch will be like this this one? That's why I said if they prepare another wicket they can win but I think, and like I said a couple of minutes ago, I don't think you're going to get a flat track. Right. Okay. I'm with you now. Um, my thanks to Jared Kimber who sat quietly there typing away to Neil Manthorpe also patient done a fantastic job um, thanks to all the team behind the scenes who've worked on this test match we're we're terribly disappointed it's over actually it's a great privilege to do this job we've all had such fun in this room um, and we'd love a few more days cricket it isn't to be it's another what eight days or so before we reconvene Kev won't be with us we wish him well on his return to well, it won't be whites, but it'll be playing colours in, in a tournament in India. Um, and so to Steve, to Goffey, to KP and to Butch, uh, thank you as well. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. The news is that the second uh, test match, or the third test match, I should say, is, is over. The, there's a second test to come here in uh, Ahmedabad. And it's over in startling circumstances because uh, today India were bowled out for 145 in reply to England's 112. That was a lead of 33. England then made 81 and lost the match by 10 wickets. A resounding victory for India, who we have to say deserved it. The big question is, do England have the character to fight back? More soon for the moment from all of us here in London it is. We say goodbye. Leach is in once more. That has hit pad first. And up goes the finger. Jack Leach has broken through. A fantastic bit of bowling by Jack Leach. Beats him straight away. Folks thinks he's got him. Root wow. thinks he's got him. And the finger's gone up. Golden arm has worked for Joe Root. Extraordinary. Wish our Panther never did get to tuck that shirt in. Root again. And he bowls him. Washington Sundar is beaten by a beauty. 
Joe Root is the man this morning. Down comes Aksha, drives, he's caught at short, extra cover. Oh, Joe Root, what are you doing? A huge wicket, Mark, huge. Here's Root. Oh, top edge sweep, it's gone up into the air. Does Joe Root have a fourth wicket underneath it? Is Zach Crawley who takes the catch? Extraordinary stuff. Six wickets for 35, India. At home in India. Root to Jasprit Bumrah. Gets across, he stubs, it's hit him on the back leg and the finger has gone up. Joe Root, 6.2 overs, three maidens, five for eight. He's going to uh, not have the relative comfort of Seamus. Bowled him! First delivery! England and North for one first ball. Boy, listen to that crowd. Here is Axel on a hat trick, Johnny Bairstow. Straight to slot sweep, he's done LBW! Axel Patel has a hat trick, missing! Oh, he's over the top. Oh, oh my goodness gracious me. Here's Axel Patel, ball. Johnny Bairstow, oh, he's bowled him! He's bowled him! All the gear and no idea. Johnny all over the shot, this is un. Unbelievable cricket. Oh, oh dear, that's out. A strange shot. Yeah. A very strange shot. Here's Ashwin again. Stokes comes forward, struck on the pad. Massive appeal for a leg before. Up goes the finger. Here is Akshad uh, again. Another appeal for leg before wicket. Up goes the finger. Joe Root's been given again. 56 for five, England. Really, really struggling here. Particularly when you think you've got a chance for a wicket off. Nobody! That was a crackerjack delivery. Oh, that might be out too. Very full. And LBW, yes. Down he comes, looks to drive over the top, gets most of it, gets plenty of it. Never mind, that's gone. Anderson goes for the reverse sweep, and he's been given out. Well, that was uh, an extraordinary end, a very low-key end to England's innings. Root again. Down the wicket goes Rohit Sharma, swings it high and wide over mid-wicket for six runs. And India have won this test match by 10 wickets. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today.